Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome back. Today, I have got an episode that's hopefully short and sweet, but very helpful. And I think many of us right now are in dieting phases because summer is on its way and we're trying to get swimsuit ready and all of the things. So today I have got five tips for setting up a successful cut or dieting phase. So these aren't in any particular order. So I'm just going to go through them and elaborate on each one. Um, But the first one I have down is have yourself in a manageable deficit. So um, calorie deficit for just to clarify. (laughs) So um, for some people, what is manageable, it's going to be very different than what will be manageable for someone else. So the first thing you need to do is ask yourself, are you one of those people that you need a deficit that's aggressive enough that you can see progress pretty quickly to keep you motivated and moving? Um, Or are you someone who you're okay with moving slower because adherence will be better, you're more likely to stay on track, you um, want to keep food as high as possible, that kind of thing. So understanding where you fall first is going to be the most important thing in determining what is going to be a manageable deficit for you. So if you're somebody who wants to be a little more aggressive, you know, you can go 15 to 20% cut from your maintenance calories. Um, If you're someone who wants to take it a little slower, it might be 10, you know, up to 15% um, just starting out. So again, you don't have to do like a 500 calorie slash. You can still be in an aggressive deficit at 20% and it, you know, it, it may not be 500 calories. It might be 350 or 400 at 20%. So again, um, put yourself in a deficit that's going to be manageable, meaning that you can adhere to it, but it's also going to work with what you're expecting in terms of how quickly you want things to move so that you don't get discouraged. Um, and, you know, a lot of people want to see progress pretty quickly, but then they're not willing to um, have the trade-offs of, giving up, you know, doing more cardio, giving up more food, eating on lower calories, that sort of thing. So understand where you fall in that mix to determine what is going to be um, ideal for you and then create your deficit from that in terms of what you can adhere to, um, what what will be manageable for you but again, what you can adhere to so that you're consistent because consistency and adherence is everything with dieting. Um, You have to be consistent. So there are no macro adjustments that you're going to be able to make, no calorie adjustments that you're going to be able to make that will make up for lack of consistency. So that's the first thing. Um, The next thing I would say is to manage your expectations. And what I mean by this is, Um, understand that fat loss, weight loss, any kind of fitness journey, those are not going to be linear in terms of your weight losses. You're not going to see weight loss um, every week. So really manage your expectations around what that's going to look like. You know, don't um, set yourself up to think, 
you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in four weeks. And that means I need to lose two and a half pounds every week. Um, it just isn't going to happen that way. So go ahead and, you know, set yourself up and manage your expectations from the get go. Do not compare yourself to other people. I will lump that in with this one. Um, again, that one is like one of the biggest things is don't compare your journey, your calories, your anything to someone else's. It's going to be different for everyone. So really just managing your expectations in terms of what you're expecting the outcome to be and being realistic about it. Um, because again, you know, saying you're going to lose two and a half pounds each week, that's something that you do not have control over. You cannot control what the scale says. You can control your consistency to your macros, you getting your daily movement in, your workouts, your daily steps, those things. So really manage your expectations and focus on what you can control and don't, you know, focus on the uncontrollable things like what the scale says. And let me just circle back to that because I am going to touch on progress on this next one. I'm not saying don't weigh yourself. I'm saying just understand that there are you can't control the scale. <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying do not weigh yourself. I'm saying focus on what you can control and do not let the scale saying what it says send you into a spiral and, you know, want to give up. Um, the next one I have on the list is make sure that you have a way that you are measuring progress. Um, actually, I would circle back to say make sure that you have multiple ways that you are measuring progress. So, um, what you focus on will move. And so things like, you know, focusing on hitting your macros and getting your workouts in and, um, checking your weight. So weighing yourself frequently when you're doing that, that doesn't mean that you're obsessed with the scale and that's not a bad thing to weigh yourself. It's just how you're measuring your progress. So it's the same thing as checking your balance in your bank account. That's not a bad thing. It's balancing a checkbook. It's keeping track of your spending. Um, it's the same difference. So when you're measuring your progress, I suggest weighing yourself multiple times a week. I know I've talked about this a million times. I would say at least three to four times a week. I personally weigh myself daily. I use the weekly average and I compare that week over week, month over month. So I would say um, use your average weight for the week. I would also say to measure yourself. Um, for women, I would say measuring your bust, your waist, and your hips, those three um, at least. And I would say you could measure biweekly because um, those aren't going to change every single week. But I do recommend still taking measurements. So biweekly, even once a month, um, just to keep tabs on those things. And then I also recommend taking progress photos. Again, that's not something you have to do every single week, but I would say bi-weekly um, at least to take progress photos so that you can, you know, check for differences there too. So you're going to want to measure several areas in terms of measuring your progress um, to make sure that you are um, keeping tabs on where things should be. So this is how you're going to know if you're being consistent, you know, and um, maybe progress isn't moving or it's moving slower than you would like. Checking these things is going to allow you to know when you need to make adjustments to your plan and pivot and either decrease calories, add some cardio in, whatever that looks like, so that you can get fat loss moving in a more um, 
in a quicker fashion if that's what you want. So again, if you're not measuring those things, then you have no idea uh, when and where to make adjustments. So um, measuring your progress is going to be key. Um, the next thing I have on the list is uh, focus on your calories and protein. So I know when I do macro settings, um, obviously I give everyone a full macro breakdown. So I'll give you your calories and then protein, carbs, and fats. I personally track all three. I think for most people, um, especially if you are new to counting, that it can be very overwhelming and it's honestly not necessary for general population. For the majority of most people, you don't need to count like each macro um, and hit them exactly. So I would say focus on calories first and foremost, because that is what drives weight loss. And then focusing on protein, because that is what will help sustain muscle mass and ensure that we are working towards fat loss. So um, I would say protein work in a range. Maybe if your goal is 120 grams, you're working in a range from like 110 to 130, and then you're not going over your calorie budget. So um, I think that will help one in terms of not putting together like weird food concoctions <laughs> when you're at the end of the day and you're like, I have, I just have like 10 grams of fat left and one carb and two protein. And it's like, what do I eat? You know, a tablespoon of peanut butter, a blob of coconut oil. I mean, just crazy stuff. So again, not making it so, you know, crazy and just focusing on calories and protein will help in terms of like your mental sanity. Um, but also it will help with adherence because again, you're not having to put together weird shit to eat that you normally wouldn't eat. Um, and after so long, it just gets harder to stay on plan when you feel like you're having to just eat weird things that you normally wouldn't to hit a number. So focusing on calories and protein is what I recommend there. Um, and the last one is this one's super important and I think it's often overlooked, but it is support and accountability. So if you are someone who is doing this on your own, I suggest finding a support system, accountability partner, a coach, a group. It can be a free Facebook group. I have a free Facebook community. Um, there's over 5,000 people in there and there's tons of support. So just something where you can vent when you need to, you can ask questions, um, you can have, you know, there's a lot of women that I see and not just women, but I, I work with predominantly women. So I see this where they do not have a supportive spouse and they don't have anybody to turn to um, for the support when they need it. And, you know, they get maybe they have a hard time at home the way they're eating because, you know, their um, spouse doesn't like them eating a different meal or um, them measuring and weighing everything or it could be people that you work with. So again, having a group of like-minded people on the same journey as you or a coach or someone that you can depend on for that support when you need it is really, really key because it's easy to get sucked into the negative. And we all know that misery loves company. And there is always going to be someone who has something negative to say about what you're doing. Just remember that what they are saying has literally nothing to do with what you're doing. And it's more a reflection of them and what they are not doing. So um, again, support and accountability is huge when you are dieting. Um, again, I can't stress that enough. So 
having a friend, a coach, a free group, whatever it is, just people on the same journey with the same mindset, that kind of thing that you can get help and support when you need it. So yeah, I know those sound like very basic, um, but those truly are the top five things I would recommend to have a successful cutting face. So I'm just going to run through these really quickly again, if you want to jot them down. But the first one was a manageable calorie deficit. So a calorie deficit that you can adhere to, because again, we know that adherence and consistency to our um, calories is what is going to help us see weight loss. So remember, again, if you are someone who you know that you need to be in a little more aggressive deficit so that you can see progress moving quicker, it keeps you motivated and keep wanting, you know, to keep on keeping on. Or are you somebody that you need to go slow and steady so that you can better adhere to your calorie deficit? Just know which one you are. And then from there, create your calorie deficit. And again, make sure even if you are an aggressive one, that it's something that is manageable that you can adhere to. The second one was managing your expectations. So again, not comparing yourself to other people, understanding that weight loss is not linear. You're not going to see weight loss every single week. Don't expect that. And to really look at trends over time, again, day to day, weight's going to fluctuate. So just really managing your expectations around what you're expecting to see and what is realistic. Uh, The third one was measuring your progress through pictures, measurements, and your weight average. So your weekly average for the week, again, weighing yourself three to four times daily, whatever that looks like, but a minimum of three to four times a week, using that average, comparing week over week instead of looking at day to day, because again, we know that's going to fluctuate every single day. Uh, The fourth one was focusing on calories and protein. So again, not getting so OCD with your macros and feeling like you have to hit every single one, Um, just really focusing on your calorie budget and your protein intake in a nice range, anywhere from like, I would say plus minus like five to 10 grams is good. And then the last one was having support and accountability. So whether that is through a coach, a friend, an accountability partner, a group, a membership, a free group whatever that looks like. So that's my top five tips for a successful dieting phase. Um, Again, it may not have been exactly what you expected, but that is truly what I recommend. So I hope that is helpful. If you are looking for a group to help motivate and support you, and you're looking for just a free group to join, I will link my free Facebook community in the um, notes for you guys. And again, free Facebook group. There's over 5,000 people in there. I get in there and answer questions when I can. I share recipes and things there. Um, Tons of shred clients post things there. So again, it's just helpful to have people on the same journey as you. So I will link that in the description. Um, But that's all I've got for you guys today. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? 
it would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.